710 ESPN presents The Experience, the Experience. with Lafern Cusack, where we go beyond the play and focus on athletes, fans, events, and the biggest issues that inspire and shape our lives. Here's the host of The Experience, Lafern Cusack. Lafern Cusack. built on the idea that shared experiences unite people to action to improve our community health. By joining together for a unified day of action, we can create new habits to clear the air for all members of California's diverse communities. California Clean Air Day is a project of the Coalition for Clean Air. So about the Clean Air Pledge, the Clean Air Pledge allows individuals and organizations to commit to do our part to clear the air through actions big and small. When you take the Clean Air Day Pledge, you will see two options to register as an individual and or a household or register on behalf of an organization. In addition to making your Clean Air Pledge, there are a number of ways you can get involved in California Clean Air Day. As a business, you can provide support as a sponsor and plan to have your employees volunteer at one of the Clean Air Day events around the state. Local organizations can promote Clean Air Day and help their community have higher participation and you can even plan your own California Air Day event. They invite every California city and jurisdiction to pass a resolution declaring Clean Air Day. There are many ways to get involved and you can go to cleanairday.org and you can let them know what your idea is and what you're planning to do. Today I'm talking to Brian Sheridan. He's director of Clean Air Day. We have known each other for over 20 years and he's done a lot of great things for leading nonprofit organizations, fundraising and communication efforts. He leads the California Clean Air Day efforts, which in two short years has grown to an estimated 650,000 participants across the state, thanks to the collective effort of 316 organizational partners. I'm LaFerne Cusack. This is 710 ESPN. Experience never stops. never stops on your station, 710 ESPN. Here's Laferne Cusack. Welcome to The Experience here on 710 ESPN. I'm speaking with Brian Sheridan, Director of Clean Air Day. Yeah, thank you, Laferne. It's, it's a pleasure to be with you again. October 7th, Clean Air Day. Tell us about that. So California Clean Air Day, not to be confused with Clean Air Day UK, which is the next day, kind of interesting, um, is an opportunity for everybody to do something about air pollution. You know, whether you're an individual or you have a business or you, you know, you are with, you're an elected official, you know, there are things that we can all do um, to take control of what has been a really challenging situation for so many people this year, um, thanks in large part to our wildfires, but also, you know, kind of as a, a year-round challenge uh, in many communities around the state. Mm -hmm. Very much so. The communities that have been wiped out by the fires that are still going on, I mean, 
yesterday, I think I, I sent you a picture of it on my yeah. balcony. You could just see all the smoke billowing up, and it's um, it's difficult. Even with our mask on, when I went outside, it was the smoke was yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. I myself had to evacuate my my uh, my mom from uh, one of the communities, one of the foothill communities, uh, during the Bobcat fire. Um, so I was in, and I'm not too far from her. So I was feeling the the effects. Um, but you know, here's the thing: there are a lot of um, really practical things that we need to keep in mind. Uh, to protect our health. Um, you know, I think if you can afford an air filter in your home, I think the this year you probably, it's probably front and center. Mm-hmm. But even, you know, if you can't afford that expense, there are other things that we can do that really do make a big dis- difference. You know, um, during a wildfire event, you, you want to run your AC unit on uh, recirculate. And you also want to just check to make sure that it's clean and, you know, if it has space for a MERV filter, uh, we recommend, uh, you know, a MERV filter rated nine or higher. So, um, you know, in your, your home space, and these are all things when you go to cleanairday.org that we sort of recommend for folks. Um, and if you're not super mechanical, uh, I can tell you neither am I. Um, <laughs> but I, I figured it out. It's, it's really, you know, um, just give it a shot. Um, you know, make it part of a, your clean air day pledge, which, you know, is on the website. You'll see it's a big blue button, um, you know, to, uh, to really take control of the air inside your home. I'm looking at it right now. This is a lot of great information. I'm definitely going to um, look at it. You got it. This guy's got a toolkit and everything. I think what everybody wants to do when, when you go to the cleanairday.org website, is what you're going to want to click on that big blue button that okay. says take the pledge. Okay. I click. And that's going to ask you, are you an individual? Are you a kid? Uh, or are you an organization? I think for the majority of folks, they're going to click on that, that button that says, I pledge to, take, to clean the air as an individual. Mm-hmm. But if you do have kids or you work with kids, you, you ought to encourage them to check that out. It's a piece of feedback that we received directly from teachers that, last year that said, hey, you know, the, I love your campaign, I, but a lot of the, the kind of the actions that you're encouraging aren't, the, you know, really kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you think about adding a kids section? So we did that. And, you know, your kids can click on that button and commit to doing some stuff, um, you know, bike to school or walk to the school. And even if they're not in school, you can do that with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, plant a tree, do an air quality experiment. And, of course, in we have a, you know, tell us what else opportunity as well. And when they pledge, it'll actually create a little, you know, certificate for them, or if appropriate, they can share it on social media. Right. Um, So the idea here is that we hope um, that lots of individuals pledge to take action uh, by clicking on all the things that they can do. And then, um, you know, if they have children at home, that they also do, and then that starts a conversation. I love and that, that also is a, it's a great uh, learning opportunity uh, uh, around the environment. Yeah, 
I'll definitely do that with Sun. So I'm, I clicked on individual here, and this is great. It says, uh, so switch it out, change, like you mentioned, change or clean your home air filter, which I, I have to do. Uh, change your car cabin air filter. Uh, replace gas-powered yard tools with electric or hand power tools. One on here is, I think that since we're all at home, we're making a lot of online purchases. It's like make all online purchases in one order each week, which will do a tremendous amount to help our air quality. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we try to address some of the challenges that we have in California with our freight system. Mm-hmm. So it's those big trucks on the road that um, actually cause a lot of the localized um, air pollution Um just because we have such a, we have the busiest ports in the nation mm-hmm. uh, in the ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles. So we have a couple of things on here. Um, you know, it, it's kind of crazy that our, our food uh, travel on average travels 1,500 miles to reach our place. So, you know, buy produce locally, right? Right. So we're trying to get people to think about that whole sort of supply system and how they have a role in, you know, in lowering emissions coming from it. Right. Yep. Yeah, that is that's so true. It's like every action has a reaction. So I've been, you know, talking to my son about that as well. You know, like when we recycle our plastics or, you know, what we do or what we consume, you know, it's just it's good thought provoking conversation. Right, Brian? Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I definitely think, you know, we... We have three broad categories on the pledge, switch it out, plant something, and reduce vehicle emissions. And we encourage people to try to challenge themselves to choose at least one thing from each of the three broad categories. And, you know, again, planting a home garden or, uh, you know, get involved in a community garden, again, it's sort of our our attempt to get to the, the freight system. But, you know, the second thing that folks see in that section is plant a tree. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, due to the wildfires, we have the massive tree loss in California. Um, But we also have, you know, really poor urban canopy here in particularly in Los Angeles. And so, you know, we look at this as an opportunity to say, well, you know, you know, it's going to be it's going to be tough to, you know, uh, bring back our forest. But maybe we can bring some of the forest here and uh, really encouraging people uh, to work with, um, you know, uh, these great organizations. We've got several that are participating um, on our, you know, as part of Clean Air Day to go out and and plant a a climate-appropriate tree, as well as, if appropriate, bring an indoor plant uh, into your office or home. Mm -hmm. Brian, I think you sent me something when, when we were all sent home back in March, um, and people weren't driving as much. I think you sent me a notice of how much the air pollution went down. I could be not remembering correctly, but do you have um, information on that? Like the the smog went down in Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> but I could see I mean, the sky. It, it, you know, it's a it was a remarkable. We've had a couple of remarkable things this year. Um, with regard to, I mean, this has been obviously a remarkable year. Um, but 
you know, right after, you know, the really the height of the stay-at-home order, uh, Los Angeles experienced some of the cleanest air that it has had in decades. Right. Um, and that has a lot to do with people not driving, as well as, you know, um, we had some, some, some luck. We had some good weather that helped with that. But really, I mean, that mass stay-at-home order uh, really showed us that behavior change plays an important role in whether or not we have good air quality. Um, it was conversely in July where massive, massive firework displays were taking place uh, all around the state, and we had some of the worst air quality. And, you know, both of those things are humans, you know, doing what they do, and both can be changed. And so what we're trying to do here is really remind people that, you know, you, you play a role in your community, uh, both for the positive and you can, unfortunately, play a negative role. But let's all come together and try to do something um, about to, to be proactive and create clean air in our respective communities. And I love that. And again, you could go to cleanairday.org to take the pledge and find out all you can do to help our air quality here in California and around the world. Brian, the, the next one deals with cars, your car mission. And I know you have a lot of information on that and uh, stuff that have been implemented and is going to be implemented in the future. Can you talk about car emissions and what's happening in our government? Well, yeah, you know, it's interesting. So last week, uh, Governor Newsom, Governor Gavin Newsom, signed an executive order uh, that California will no longer be uh, selling gas-powered vehicles in the state, uh, you know, in a a couple of decades. Um, And so... I think that sends a really strong signal to all of us to say, okay, you will, you know, what kind of things can we do today to prepare for a future like that? Mm-hmm. And he did that for a very good reason. I mean, transportation is the number one source of emissions in the state. And by just about every measure, um, you know, whether you're measuring ozone or particulate matter or, uh, carbon emissions. I mean, it really is transportation. So we really need to kind of take stock of ourselves and say, okay, what can we do? <clears throat> now we left up on the pledge uh, telecommuting, and I know that's a little or or ten meetings remotely, which I know for a lot of people is sort of a little bit tongue in cheek this year. But um, I think it's all about interpretation, and you'd be surprised how many things people still do. Uh, in person that maybe they could think a little smarter about. And that includes, you know, how you get around just um, on a day-to-day basis. So Mm -hmm. even though for a lot of people home base, you know, home might be home base, uh, we've noticed that emissions have definitely crept up since that, those great numbers in March. And that's largely because people are driving, to all of their uh, normal appointments and, you know, to the store and other places. So what we want to do is we want to challenge people, like, just one day. I want to I challenge everybody to say, okay, I would normally drive to the store. 
can I walk or bike to the store on this one day and see what that experience is like? Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I think when we all do start to change our habits like that, again, it makes a big difference. Yeah. And especially now people are really looking at their health in an active way. Like, okay, I can't just sit here on my couch or I can't just sit at my computer doing work. I have to get up and be active. Let me go take a walk and then come. That That's one thing that I, I have implemented. I have to set a timer now because you get up, you know, you get ready for, for work. I sit down at my computer and then I look up and it's three o'clock and I haven't moved. It's like, oh my goodness, this right. is so yeah. unhealthy. So, you know, now I set an alarm, say, okay, get up and... I go walking for a little bit and then come back and then sit back down. I've seen so many people like lose so much weight now and that are actually looking at their health, looking at what they're taking in, what they're bringing into their home, fresh fruit, fruits and vegetables um, from a local market, you know, a local produce. Mm-hmm. But I think it is about awareness and also what you said about planning ahead. We can't just think of right now we have to think of the future of what our actions are doing for the future like i I absolutely do i mean i think about this just about every day and you know i think it all starts with one small step or one very big leap so for those folks that are you know where the reality of their life is that they have to drive we would like to say to them how would you love? How would you like to never have to go to a gas station again? Mm-hmm. And so the last thing on the pledge is switch from an old gas guzzler to a hybrid or zero a zero emission vehicle. Um, you know, maybe this is the last. Maybe you've been thinking about it for a while, and this is the last you know thing you need to do to get into that. And you know, while there are some issues with um, zero emission vehicles, I mean, just by just about every study out there. Uh, it's better to drive an EV than your conventional uh, gasoline vehicle. You know, it's really taking that step for the future. What do you say to all the people that say that Newsom might have uh, jumped the ball on on this, on saying that no gas? I think that the reality is that most of the automakers, mm-hmm. if you look at their uh, sustainability pages, most of them have already put um, goals, say, officially saying that that, that is their goal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, putting it um, into policy uh, is, you know, should not freak them out. Uh, it's right in line with what they've, what they've stated. Right. Um, and the reality is that we really need to move in this direction. I mean, I think that um, we're witnessing the effects of climate change now with what's going on with wildfires as well as other events around the world. And so, you know, California has always been a leader and I think it's really important that we continue to be so. Yes. And it was uh, 2035. So all, all. Yeah. And there's plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> Get us in the right mindset for it. All right. So, Brian, what else can we do um, again for October 7th, Clean Air Day? Again, go to cleanairday.org. Tell us what you have planned for that day. Yeah. So, you know, I think we've got, you know, 400, over 450 
you know, companies, nonprofits, small businesses who have all signed up. They're all doing their part. Uh, lots of them are using this as an opportunity to engage. You know, it's really cool that Clean Air Day allows these companies in, through the Clean Air Pledge to um, come together, but in a socially distant way. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hoping will take place is, you know, all of the employees will sort of be sharing with each other how they have taken their actions on Wednesday. And so there's still time uh, for anybody listening to this broadcast to sign up your business or, you know, your nonprofit or your government agency. Um, it's just, it's a really great way to bring people together. You know, again, I encourage folks, we have resources in Spanish and Chinese this year. And so, um, you know, you can take the pledge in Spanish and you can take it, take it in Chinese. Um, we're always trying to increase our uh, outreach and, and inclusion efforts. And so that's, that's our attempt at that. And, um, you know, there's also an event tab for socially distant uh, or um, virtual events. And we certainly have a lot of virtual events this year. Oh, that's great. Let me see the virtual events. So I'm going to the events calendar and, oh, okay. And you, you could just submit, oh, you submit an event. You can submit your own event. We can. This is totally open source. It's totally, you know, anyone can participate. We have, you'll see if you scroll through there, there's a quite a variety of the ways that people interpret California Clean Air Day, um, you know, all up and down the state. Mm-hmm. We've got, you know, um, opportunities to get in electric vehicles. We have, you know, learning about clean air in your community and how to interpret um, air quality results. Uh, We've got, you know, LGBTQ California Clean Air Day celebration. We've got tree plantings, like all kinds of neat things going on uh, at cleanairday.org backslash events. Awesome. I know we talked uh, previously when you came on the show as well about the health quality for our athletes, especially, you know, those up north that are, you know, playing football. Can you talk about that, what athletes and fans can do? Yeah, you know, I think we we have on the, uh, a article in the news section of the, of the Clean Air Day site that says, the sky is orange, now what? Mm-hmm. And in that article, we've got some practical advice, and we also have a quote from a pediatrician here locally who sort of points out that, you know, respiratory health disproportionately affects the very young and old. And he also points out that just because you are asked to stay at home by sheltering in place does not mean that you cannot exercise. And he encouraged, because he's noticed a lot of folks that, as you mentioned previously, they just kind of sit there, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, with everything we got going on, I, I use YouTube all the time to, you know, do exercise videos. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of stuff we can do indoors. So just, just because you're, you're kind of asked to stay inside doesn't mean you can't, you know, get exercise and, and really, you know, um, improve your health. Yes, yeah. I'm excited to see how businesses and people are adapting to the new way of living. Yeah, you know, and and I think, uh, you know, sort of a reminder, I think it's 
we do have a lot of people doing their activities outside. And I guess what I would encourage, you know, one of the things that we added to the pledge this year is to host an air quality monitor. Um, because what we, what we noticed was that the official monitors, the reference grade monitors by local air districts um, cover a very wide area. And, and they are very appropriate, and you should follow your local air district on social media. But oftentimes, you know, the, there are events that happen, and, you know, your monitors the, the, and these localized network of monitors will show you where the air pollution is particularly high at any time. And so as people are going to the restaurants and the gyms and everything's outside, I just encourage them to check out, you know, there's one on the Coalition for Clean Air's website at uh, ccair.org. Uh, you can find uh, a network there. There's one at Clarity. And there's one at IQ Air. And uh, there's uh, Purple Air. Um, so these are all just kind of opportunities to see um, particulate matter. So just, I, you know, take a look before you go out to dinner or lunch or, or go work out. Just check and see how things are out, outside and, and make a, a smart decision. Yeah. the Did you see the moon last night? It was bright orange. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was trying to get a picture of it, but, you know, you can't. I don't have one. It was just with my phone, but it didn't take a clear enough one. But it was scary looking. I mean, it was beautiful, but it was scary because we know because of the fires. That's why it's red. You ought to share it um, because uh, we on Twitter, we have uh, a thread going on right now um, that is uh, show us what uh, air pollution looks like to you. Oh. And people are, are posting their pictures. Oh. So that would be a good one to, uh, to add to that conversation. I will. I will. It's, um, my son was like, oh, my goodness, the moon. <laughs> yeah. Air, you know, it is a weird thing that I, I took a picture of the sun last night as the smoke from the bobcat fire was sort of enveloping it. Uh, and it is a very strange thing that sometimes, I, I hate to admit it, but air pollution can be kind of pretty in a way mm-hmm. um most of the time it's not right <laughs> every once in a while you see something that kind of catches your eye yeah yeah so brian again let's uh talk about what changes we can make um for a clean air day how we can participate and make our air here in california and around the world a better place for our future of course yeah so what i'm just going to encourage everybody to do is go to cleanairday.org, click take the pledge, and put in your information. And don't worry, we're not, you know, the reason why we asked for your name and your email and your zip code before you click I commit to clear the air is we found that when people do that, almost everybody takes action. Mm. What we found when they don't do that is that, that not they're not as likely so you know if you get if you're super busy and you can only do one thing that's fine that's cool we're we're happy with that if you are a go-getter and you want to click all 19 actions <laughs> you you go for it you know and and if and if you manage to do them all in one day um please send us an email because that sounds amazing <laughs> yes. um but uh you know 
you the, the point of the campaign is that we can all do something and we should think about one of the things that we do and try to uh, change some of our bad habits. Exactly. And it's, it's now is the time to think about the future and actively do something about it. Um, I don't I don't think the world is waiting, waiting on anybody anymore. It's like mm-hmm. you, got, you got to be active. You got to do it or else you'll be left left behind. Yeah. You know, I mean, we we really have a responsibility um, to do good in our community. And, hey, listen, I think, too. California Clean Air Day is all about positivity, and I think the world needs some positivity right now. Yes. Um, so it's not about whether or not you know. Hey, how come my neighbor didn't do this? It's about it's about how do I invite my neighbor in to do something together that benefits all of us. And you know, so you know, you'll see things on here. Uh, I'll point out a couple of others that just people, you know, just a sort of how they think differently in a, in a COVID world. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, for example, carpooling, vampooling, that sort of takes on a traditional context normally uh, of work. But you'd be surprised how many times people will take, you know, three different cars in the same household to the park. Yep. So, you know, maybe you can click on, I'm going to carpool with my family on Wednesday. You know, so it's um, lots of opportunities you know, don't idle your engine is something that people are always forgetting about. They're in the drive-through. They've got kids, and they're in the drive-through at your local fast food restaurant. But you know, turn that turn that engine off if if it has an automatic uh, engine stopper. Make sure that's turned on. Um, you know, that makes a big difference. So, lot lots of things for folks to do. And Brian, I know you were here last year at this time and you talked about Clean Air Day and all the actions we could take. Uh, I don't want to go by without saying what your 2019 impact was, which is tremendous. Um, You had 125 million actions to clean the air, to to clear the air. Um, can you talk about some other impacts that you had last year? Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing what can happen when you get everybody coming together. We had 650,000 people around the state participate, an estimated 650,000. And, you know, that creates real impact. You know, 1.25 million act, actions for clean air. You know, we had unveilings of new technology at the Port of Los Angeles. We had um, transit agencies that uh, rolled out their very first electric buses. We had a Think a Rider um, program going on at Metro where two local nonprofits uh, handed out branded tap cards with to folks. And It was just a big celebration of clean air, of people doing their part. You know, down in um, in San Diego, they were for that day. They were able to make transit free, and they had a hundred thousand extra riders on transit. Wow! So, you know, I think when people kind of latch onto this idea and they think about how we can come together on one day, put you know, and and take collective action, we can really make a difference. Absolutely. The, um, you know, uh, I, and I'm, I'll just say, Laferne, that I'm super proud 
that we're already uh, given all of our organizational commitments at 1.4 million uh, estimated participants um, if everybody does what they say they're going to do in, uh, in a few days. Fantastic. And that's one thing that I love talking to you, Brian, about is that as, as big and as huge as our air quality is, the issue of our air quality, for me, it, it's like a bit overwhelming. But to see what simple actions can do and how we all can come together and make an impact is very heartwarming. And um, especially now, this is one way we all can rally together and do something positive. Absolutely. I mean, I think that our collective actions make a big difference. They, you know, one of the things that is really great about Clean Air Day is that it's not about having a business that is in the business of of clean air. We certainly have those participating, Mm -hmm. but we've got all these folks from these different companies that really, you know, have nothing to do with air quality in terms of a core business model. And um, not sure if it's okay to name names, but um, but you can get to those on our uh, website under the about at cleanairday.org and you can see the participating organizations. So if you're, you know, if you're a company that makes pens, um, you know, sign up. If you're a company that makes electric vehicles, sign up. You know, no matter who you are, there's something there for you. And, um, you know, I think when we all come together, uh, we can make a collective difference and we're going to need to make a collective difference more and more as climate change begins to be more present in our lives. Yeah. And you're talking about some of the companies we have AEG there. They made the pledge. Um, Some of the organizations, LA, Los Angeles Walk, National Center for Sustainable Transportation, and a whole bunch others. Yeah. I mean, you look, you know, at least, you know, this is, this is everybody. These are lots of different people from lots of different walks of life that have said, you know what, I'm going to sign up for this because I think it's an important thing to do. Um, And I will say, actually, if you are one of those companies that has been thinking about, you know, should I, should I get more involved in sustainability? Well, here's a nice little kind of opportunity to test out the waters, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just, you know, there's still plenty of time to sign up and use this as an opportunity to engage your customers or your employees in, in taking the pledge uh, because, you know, you're going to get real-time feedback. They're going to tell you, oh, hey, I, I really appreciated um, you, you know, asking us to join you in taking action. Or, you know, if it's not as positive, at least now you know. But either way, you, you know, participation gives you that, that information about, yeah, you know, we're really people will really respond positively to, um, you know, collective action around an issue. Exactly, exactly. All right, Brian, again, the third annual California Clean Air Day is October 7th. We can go to cleanairday.org and uh, fill us in again on the details, what we could do to take part and build a better future for our air in California. 
Yeah, we want to invite everybody to go to cleanairday.org, click the big blue button that says Take the Pledge, and whether you're an individual or whether you have kids or whether you're an organization, uh, click on the box that makes the most sense to you, fill it out, and then, you know, you'll get a, if you're an, uh, an individual, you get an email or a business will get an email, prepare to take action uh, in the next couple of days for clean air. You know, when we all come together, we can make a big difference. Be a part of a movement of a million, over a million people uh, to do something. And it's all right there at cleanairday.org, and we uh, we look forward to celebrating with everyone. And you guys make it easy, too. There's a lot of resources on there. Uh, you can... Uh download resources for your social and get it out there or send an email or whatever. So they have everything for you to take the pledge and to help clean air. Well, Brian, again, thank you so much for sharing. Um, If people want to know more about you uh, uh, and the Coalition for Clean Air, uh, what can they do? So I definitely encourage everybody to follow along on social media. Uh, California Clean Air Day is at, at Clean Air Day uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And if they'd like to learn more about the organization, the Coalition for Clean Air, that puts on California Clean Air Day, uh, they can follow along at Clean Air CA, uh, both on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us uh, on Facebook as well. And uh, we also have our very first Snapchat filter for Clean Air Day. So be sure to, uh, you know, as you're taking your activities, uh, be sure to, you know, use that filter uh, and share it with your friends because I think it's really cool that we've got a Snapchat filter and look forward to celebrating with everybody in a few days. Awesome. Thanks again, Brian Sheridan, Director of Clean Air Day. Uh, and also the Coalition for Clean Air. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you, LaFern. I really appreciate it. The experience never stops. Never stops. On your station, 710 ESPN. Here's LaFern Cusack. According to the Coalition for Clean Air at ccair.org, why is clean air so important? Well, they say since their founding in 1971, They've seen remarkable strides in clean air. Gone are the days when you couldn't see the mountains if you lived next to them, when your eyes burned or when you couldn't go outside. The only thing is, our air is still very, very bad. The results are 19,000 premature deaths related to air pollution in California every year. And of course, there is climate change. Consider the following. The American Lung Association lists seven California cities among the top 15 most polluted in the nation. Los Angeles still ranks as the dirtiest city by ozone in the entire country. There are 10 California counties that rank within the top 25 counties in the U.S. for most polluted by short-term particle pollution. And it costs us $3 billion per year in economic losses from health complication causes by air pollution in the Central Valley alone. 
less than 2% of transportation funding is dedicated to alternative transportation infrastructure improvements, such as bike lanes and public transit investments. More than 16,000 Americans die from lung cancer every year, even though they've never smoked. Air pollution causes 19,000 premature deaths each year in the U.S., and air pollution is responsible for 1 million school absences annually in California. Children living in highly polluted areas operate at 80% or less in lung capacity, and incidents of asthma have increased by 75% in the United States since 19. 80. You can take action. Go to cleanedairday.org and take a pledge. One action can help clear the air. I'm Laferne Cusack. This is 710 ESPN. You've been listening to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, getting the residents of Los Angeles, Orange County, and all of Southern California closer to their community. It's The Experience with Laferne Cusack on ESPN LA 710.